0: listening to let's stay together anime break the subseries of let's stay together where we talk about the 2019 anime fruits basket i'm ellen and i'm kayla and i have an announcement today which is that <laughs> we're on stitcher which i already announced on tumblr but woo, <laughs> i don't know I was the, like, I texted my mom and I was like, look, now. we're legit. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then I was also like, I just submitted a like a request and then it, they got back to me in like less than twenty four hours. So it's not like fancy.
1: <laughs> it's quicker than was it Spotify? That
0: no freaking. Uh, Apple podcast took forever. How? Or no, it was Google. Google took forever and ever. The Apple <laughs> one was pretty quick. Spotify was pretty quick. My recollection is that the Google uh, Play Store took like weeks and weeks and weeks. It's <laughs> like, oh, good, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Not that many people listen to uh, listen to our podcast through the podcast app or the Google Podcast app or or the Play Store or whatever. So I can be sassy about it. Yeah. Does anyone do podcast through the Google Store? I don't know. I don't have an Android phone, so I uh, wouldn't. I do, and I don't listen you? to podcasts. Through... <laughs> <laughs> My husband told me he uses Spotify, yeah.
1: so who knows? Yeah. I'm like the worst for podcast demographics, though, because I just. Google them in the browser, and then open up the episode I want to listen
0: to. Oh,
1: so you just listen to them through the browser? Yeah,
0: I don't subscribe or anything. Ugh. How dare you! You need to be a model citizen now that you have a podcast. <laughs> I don't
1: want them all on my phone. All right, I just want to listen to. I love. I'm a streamer.
0: I don't like downloading stuff. I've never liked downloading stuff. It's legit. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter to me because we have things that if people listen to them on the website, yeah. I just can track it anyway. So I don't really yeah. care. Anyway, it's legit. So if you use Stitcher, now we're on Stitcher. So I don't know. I don't know why I was scared of <laughs> submitting it to Stitcher. It just seems so legit, and it, <laughs> d- it took two seconds. So <laughs> woo, woo, yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, hey, we today, got like a whole 250 huh? followers. That yeah, we do. That's
1: almost legit. <laughs> it is pretty legit. When I it's I've very put... legit in my eyes. I know it's not compared to <laughs> the big boys, but
0: <laughs> you're like oh, uh, my favorite murder. It's more legit than I ever expected. A jillion followers. <laughs> Radio Lab or something. It is very. It's nice. It's good. And it's still. I mean, it grows. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know anything about Stitcher, so (laughs) it's like, oh, it's cool. And the nice thing, actually, I think something that's cool is like you can tag your podcast more accurately. So like there are more categories. So when you submit to like Spotify or, uh, the like Apple Podcast thing or whatever, they have a pretty generic like it's like arts and entertainment or something. That's like our overall category and then I think like fine art is the top one or something something mm-hmm. like that there's not even fine there's like art. literature yeah so I think or maybe visual arts or something is like the mm-hmm. main category um but like when I submit no, this is stitcher, definitely fine art this podcast yes it is very <laughs> fine the whole podcast itself is fine art the <laughs> podcast is fine and the hosts are fine uh even more <laughs> fine <laughs> I appreciate your bad thing it's not a pun it's what I live for a joke <laughs> okay, how about we start? Let's to say anyway,
1: we got as far as the announcements.
0: <laughs> I made one. There's I'm three lines into the my notes of six eight pages of notes. Okay, <laughs> did we even say? Oh yeah, we did say our names. Okay, good. Yes. Today we're discussing this episode of the anime, which is called "This is for Tor" or "This is for Uo-chan." Sorry, not Toruchan. This is for Uo-chan. Or was it this is for Uo chan? Or this is for Uo Chan or whatever I said in my that was <laughs> this one thing. is for Uo Chan. Yes. This is for Uo chan. Anyway. <laughs> we're doing our we're doing our summary, spoiler free discussion and then spoilery discussion as we always do. Although who knows what we're gonna talk about since we literally just <laughs> talked about this two days ago. So uh this episode wasn't in the original anime, um, but it's the same it's the same content as our most recent manga discussion, which was our episode twenty one called It Feels Like Crap But It Will Help You Grow, which is <laughs> it's better it's still a better quote. I'm in a imaginary <laughs> quote off with between me and uh the like or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so this episode is a continuation from last time. And in the last episode, Toru and Uo met, and then we saw kind of Uo's downward spiral in her gang days. Um down to rock bottom. I think. Now we get
1: to see your upward spiral.
0: Yeah. <laughs> First the downward spiral and the upward spiral. We open under a bridge. A train passes overhead and you can hear it clickety clacking along. There are some girls from another gang beating Uo up, but she escapes by hitting them with traffic cones and she makes it to an alley. Um, she passes some, or some high schoolers pass her outside of the alley and they spot her and they freak out and run off. Uo peeks around a corner. And then she starts to take off in the other direction without looking and surprise, surprise, who should she run into but baby Toru Honda, our heroine, carrying tofu in an open bowl and splashing water and tofu everywhere. <laughs> I crashed into you again, Toru says. And she starts to apologize, but then they hear the girls calling for Uo and they see, they see them appear at the end of the alley. Crap, Uo says, but then suddenly Toru grabs her arm and takes off running and we cut to the opening credits. After the credits, they run back to Toru's apartment. Toru locks the door and then kind of lays back against it. Ooh demands to know why Toru helped her, but then notices she turns and actually sees Toru, like, panting and freaking out behind her. And Toru slumps to the floor. Y'all right there? Uo asks. huh. Ah, yes! Please go in! Uo replies. <laughs> or Toru replies. I don't know why I'm getting them mixed up today. They don't even have the same similar <laughs> names like Makoto and Watoko, so... <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. They've
1: cursed you. Now you'll mix up everybody. Those
0: bastards! <laughs> Toru brings a first aid kit for Uo and, and Uo takes it from her and she says she'll take care of herself. Meanwhile, Toru preps dinner and you can see there's a shot of her like kind of neatly and properly chopping an onion. Outside of the kitchen, um, Uo laments how she ended up at this apartment again. And she notices the altar that she didn't notice before in Toru's apartment and wonders about Toru's father. She didn't realize that he was dead. She opens up the first aid kit, which has an adorable note taped inside that reads, Get better soon! And then everything inside is labeled Toru's or Mama's. And Uo closes the lid in disgust (laughs) at how cute it was. (laughs) Uh, Uo looks over as Toru prepares food. She sees her back in the kitchen. A kettle whistles and Toru goes to grab it. Uo turns on the TV and she leans back against the wall, her eyes closed. A weather report plays and she hears children outside saying goodbye to each other. And a breeze rustles the curtains. Toru appears around the corner and invites Uo to dinner, correcting herself again uh, before calling her Uo-chan, but she notices Uo looking down and comes over. Of course it's uncomfortable here, Uo says, I never experienced any atmosphere like this, so I feel like an outcast and it's uncomfortable. Toru listens surprise and concern on her face as Uo continues, but even if I had something like this, I'd still say things like, you're not my dad, and go to hell, like I don't give a damn. And as she narrates this, we see a scene of the plate from last time being knocked to the floor and shattering. Ooh, stands with her fists clenched and then walks away, hands in her pockets. So you were right.
1: You were right about the food.
0: <laughs> My
1: sense of... Ner- what is it? I was going to make your joke, but now I can't think of it.
0: Your narrative—your sense of narrative poise, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Says, um... Sense of
1: narrative inevitability. <laughs> it was Chekhov's plate. We'll go with that one.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't <laughs> understand that joke, but that's fine. <laughs> Chekhov's gun? No. You don't know that first? No, I probably should, but I don't. You really should. <laughs> should I Google it? Like, you know, he was a playwright, and he said
1: that, like, if there's a gun on the mantle in Act 1, it should go off in Act 2. It's basically, like, if you're refer- like strongly referencing something, it should be because it's going to pay off later,
0: mm-hmm. basically. It says Chekhov's gun is a concept that describes how every <laughs> element of a story should contribute to a whole, to the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the lingering shot of the plate was like, that's going to come back later. Mm-hmm. And boy, does it. <laughs> That lingering shot of the plate is actually a 3B, if you want to get into it, over the two episodes. Yeah. But, um, even if my old man had dinner waiting for me, I'd say I'm not going home, or say it tastes like crap and refuse to eat it. The broken plate is shown again, and we transition back to Toru's apartment. I know I would without batting an eye, too. What difference does it make, whether I have this or not? Isn't it the same? She wonders. It should be the same, so what's with this? Uo tears up, looking upset, and, Toru think- and she thinks, I'm jealous and, I- and want it, too. She holds her head in her hands and says, I feel like an idiot. Uchan Toru says, running over, and kneeling beside her, and then realizing she called her Uochan and then starts to apologize. Yeah, what? She says, finally not sassing her for calling her Uochan this time, and Toru smiles. When I saw that line last time where she's like, what? I was like, what is she? Why? Why did she say that? And now I realize, <laughs> I finally realized I was watching the anime this time. I've already seen it, like, mm-hmm. at least once. It's like, oh... <laughs> She respond. She responded to being called Uo-chan, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Uo narrates, a skyline near twilight, the smell of dinner cooking, houses lit up, the home you go back to to saying bye to your friends, people who wait for you to come home, kind people who welcome you home with a smile. <laughs> we see Toru sitting beside her, <laughs> and Toru leans her head on Uo's shoulder. Was I actually just lonely? Uo wonders, tears still in her eyes, which she remembers Kyoko saying, "I just relaxed a bit. That's all." Uo remembers herself as a child. She stands with her father. Owen walks away, and then her father walks away, leaving her alone. All this time, maybe I was actually just lonely, she thinks. Later that evening, Kyoko returns home and finds the girls together, kind of asleep or whatever. It looks like they're they're sitting, still side by side. Uo uh, resting her head on Toru's, and Kyoko smiles. Trivial moments, for precious moments. Maybe that's what I was looking for. Uo narrates, and then we cut to the present. And Uo is like... Listen to me blabbering about my embarrassing youth. Anyway, I love Toru, she says, and she grabs Toru. Love, Hana says, and she huggles her too, and Yuki asks what happened with Toru's mom and Uo, and then Uo hesitates to continue. Before she can say anything, the three Yankee girls that we met last time call Uo out and tell her to step outside, and Uo blatantly ignores them, and the girls freak out, saying they took too long getting pics of Yuki and Kyo. So not getting them involved this time because they had a smartphone. I feel like we talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The girls miss out on the gang leaving and then call for them. They follow them outside and call after them, and Kyo and Yuki stand between them and Uo and Toru and Hana, giving them enough cut-eye to stop them temporarily. (laughs) The Yankee girls follow, um, and Kyo asks if Uo knows them, which of course she says she doesn't. Don't look down on us, the obvious leader of the gang says. We're just ordinary delinquents now, but we're going to make ourselves famous thrashing all the show-offs like you. Build a delinquent army that'll scare the shit out of people and take over this whole neighborhood. (laughs) And then I said in my notes, me out, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Take the world from devastation. Exactly. Well, they have this funny, like, uh, scene where she's, like, they're, like, spinning around and they have, like, a whole, I don't, I can't remember, I don't know what trope it is. It was Team Rocket-esque It definitely was, and she, like, pointed her finger dramatically and stuff, so. (laughs) <laughs> good luck Uo says and then the girls are like what <laughs> they continue to spew sass in the background and we cut to our friends in the front and Yuki is like I wonder what a delinquent army is and Hana offers <laughs> to take care of them you know like the vampires in the gym at her old school that <laughs> we talked about last time <laughs> but yeah I used to be like them too Uo thinks and then we transition back to the past I wanted people to pay attention to me but I also wanted to be left alone she narrates and then we see a scene of her de-stringing the peas with Kyoko and Kyoko explains that everyone is selfish, even her, even adults. Then why do adults act like they're so much better than us? Uo wonders. Uwa, my deepest apologies. Kyoko replies with a laugh. <laughs> and Uo explains that she went to Toru's house often. We see scene after scene, which is a little bit different than the manga of Kyoko opening the door to Uo. One time she's beaten up. One time she's dripping wet in the rain. One time she's beaten up so badly that Kyoko has to like look around at the door, and then she looks down and sees her sitting kind of beside the door on the ground. Kyoko always welcome me warmly, Uo says, and listen to her, her childish problems. So we come back to uh, the earlier scene of them de-stringing the peas, and Kyoko announces that it's done. Toru thanks them for their hard work, and Uo asks why Toru always speaks so formally, and Kyoko explains that Toru's dad, Katsuya, um, also spoke like that, and it's rubbed off on Toru, and it's adorable. Before Uo knew it, the place became comfortable for Uo. Um, I guess Toru and Kyoko made it that way, she thinks. And she starts spending more and more time there, and she got to know Toru. She became friends with her, and then she even started going back to school because then she could see Toru more. We see an adorable scene of them studying, and Uo says it was easy to become friends with Toru because Toru was standing by her from the start. We see the two girls talking in the hallway, and a teacher calls Uo out and asks what she's doing. Uo says they're just talking, and the teacher asks Toru if she's okay. What do you mean? Toru asks. Uo narrates that apparently they didn't look like friends uh, to the people around them, which was nothing. there's nothing she could do about that. We cut away from the school. To a grungy park, and Uo's gang says they haven't seen her lately, and they even heard that she's going back to school, so they plot to teach her a lesson. We'll cut back to school, and we see another scene um, of their middle school days, and Toru is in a cooking class. A random girl in the class as- asks if she and Uo are best friends. B- best friends? Toru says, blushing bright red and nervously but fervently whisking the muffin mix that they're making. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deserve the honor of something so wonderful. <gasps> but maybe I'm the only one who thinks we are, she thinks, and then says, Sorry out loud. And the other girl's like, huh? (laughs) You overhear some other girls in the class gossiping. Toru and Uo can't possibly be friends because they're so different. Maybe since Toru hangs out with Uo, Toru isn't to be trusted either. And Uo, who's sitting outside in the hallway of the class, overhears them. She doesn't mind them saying stuff like that about her, but doesn't want them to spread rumors about Toru. Maybe it would be better if she just stayed away from her, she wonders. And she overhears the girl ask if Toru made too many muffins, but Toru says no, this one's for Uo-chan. Title drop, I mean... (laughs) this one's for oh yeah this one is for uo-chan <laughs> we just we turned the, the cutest moment of this into <laughs> into a joke <laughs> <Just> multiple jokes Ooh is <laughs> <laughs> shocked and then she rests her head back happily against the classroom wall and we cut till later Ooh is surrounded by her gang so we take a hard left turn into the gang life again uh, she told them that she wants to leave but of course they remind her that leaving comes with a price And as the girls get ready to beat Uo up, one conspicuously leaves from the background. You can see, like, on the left-hand side of the screen. Crap, Uo thinks, I'm scared. But I want to run away, but... And then she imagines Toru smiling. But a hand raises, and one of the girls shouts, I'll teach you, and slaps Uo. The night's just beginning, another says and punches her, and the gang takes turns beating her. I wanted to change, Uo thinks. It was the first time I wanted to, and we see her getting kicked and beaten further. I didn't want to be like this anymore she imagines eating some muffins with Toru. I wanted to change because... Because I... And Uo is knocked to the ground. The girls continue to heckle her, but suddenly a voice calls, Let's leave it at that. From above, at the top of a hill, and lit from behind, dramatically, Kyoko arrives, her jacket fluttering in the breeze. Kyoko-san, Uo struggles to say, and then she passes out. Uo wakes up later, being carried on Kyoko's back uh, in the moonlight, because Uo was injured. Kyoko explains that a senpai of hers came to the apartment and asked Kyoko to help her. She said that Uo should have the life that she wants. And Kyoko says that it was brave of her to leave the gang. Nothing worth praising, Uo says, resting her head on Kyoko's shoulder. I just caused trouble for everyone, even you, Kyoko-san. Nah, all I did was shoot some kids off and run. Not cool at all, Kyoko says. (laughs) But, Kyoko says as well, Uo got really lucky. People have gone through way worse trying to leave their gangs. Uo begins to cry and says, I'm an idiot. I don't learn until I get hurt. There are feelings that you don't understand until you get hurt and make trouble, Kyoko says, and tears continue to stream down Uo's face. There are feelings you start to understand only when you've hit rock bottom. You rebel against what's pure. We see Uo with her gang, depressed, and then home with her father, who just stares at the TV. But when you're filthy, Kyoko continues, you start to long for what's pure. You need gentleness to feel pain. You need sunlight before you notice darkness. You can't underestimate either, and neither are a waste. So even if you screw up sometimes, it's not for nothing. As long as you make sure to think, I won't let this be for nothing, it's bound to become nourishment to help you grow in life. That's my theory on life, she says. (laughs) Kyoko-san, I, Uo says, sniffling and sobbing, I want to be Toru's best friend. I want to become a best friend that she can take pride in. Uo thinks, I wanted to, I was determined to change for that reason. Good, Kyoko replies. The pair arrive at Toru and Kyoko's apartment and Toru rushes out in her pajamas to meet them. It's a little embarrassing to remember Uo thinks how I bawled as she piggybacked me, but it wasn't for nothing. Uo and Kyoko smile, and Uo gives a peace sign. Toru smiles a relieved smile, tears in her eyes. Uo says it for a while after that people still picked fights with her, but she got through it because of Toru. Um, she never saw that senpai again who helped her, she heard that she moved far away, and then in 8th grade they met Hana and things started to get better. And we see the three of them together with Kyoko, who wields a large cake, (laughs) and a banner behind them (laughs) reads, Congrats on entering high school. Kyoko always laughed like she was truly having fun, Uo narrates. But then, I couldn't believe that she died, Uo says. We see the apartment at dusk, kind of shadows in the window, and it fades to night, the lights out completely. Uo stands outside in the dark and thinks, I couldn't believe that I'd I'd never see that apartment window lit again, and tears fall from her eyes. I loved her she thinks and she remembers kyoko carrying her she saved a random kid who she had no obligation to she was honest and warm and a big softy i love kyoko in the present toru calls for uo and snaps her out of her memories and hana has been demping the yankee girls in the background and the girls continue to sass uo and then one tries to punch her but uo stops her with her hand on her forehead the kid doesn't have enough reach she should have aimed low Kyo says from the grumpy bench in the background and yuki hopes that this will just end soon the best time is when you're still underestimated, girly, Uo says to her surprise. If you just want to show off, there are lots of other ways to do it. Stop acting out like this while you can, before anything serious happens. If you just want someone to scold you, I'll do it anytime, she says softly, and then lifts her hand off the Yankee girl's head. Our friends all leave, and the two of the Yankee girls kind of like egg the other one on to go chase after them, but after a bit, she simply replies, surrounded by shoujo sparkles, Ane-san. And the other two girls are like, <laughs> ane or, like, if you read the subtitles it said, like, I'm not worthy, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard to translate. It is. I guess they didn't want to have, like, a long translation note that was, like, Ane-san is a term of respect for an older girl.
1: Kikaku means plan. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> have
1: you never seen that joke? No. The...
0: <laughs> Why do you keep making jokes? I don't know.
1: It was, like, a Death Note, like, fan sub. And it said like just according to Kekaku, and then had like a star. So the Kekaku means plan, and they're like, wait <laughs> <laughs> It has become like a joke about like <laughs>
0: terrible translation choices. <laughs> <laughs> just according to keikaku translator's note: Kekaku <laughs> means plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You're really challenging my meme abilities and joke abilities, this reference (laughs) abilities this time. (laughs) You gotta come come back down (laughs) to my level or something. (laughs) The kids all part ways at the train station, and Toru thanks Uo and Hana again, I guess for the bathing suit and for hanging out as they leave. I can't see Kyoko-san anymore, Uo thinks, as she waves goodbye, but she left things for me, her many words, her feelings, and most of all, Toru. All these things nourish me to help me grow. At Uo's apartment the sound of cooking can be heard from outside and will makes the same dish that was showed before the one that she put broke that broke the dish for she hums as she cooks with an apron on and her hair tied back and then she hears a drink can snap open behind her and frowns and then sasses her dad in the other room hold it old man didn't your doctor tell you to drink less ha ah, oops you caught me he says And she's like don't <laughs> pull that cutesy act on me you ass you gotta reduce your sodium intake too sheesh and then she smiles and then we cut to credits <laughs> and then in this episode, there's another shawarma scene. That's right. I'm going to call it a shawarma scene. You heard me. <laughs> one of the girls, the, it's this, it's uh, a... stop trying to make shawarma happen, <laughs> Oh, that's a reference that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a regular host. I'm a cool host. <laughs> uh, the three, it involves the three Yankee girls again. And one of them sits on the ground and another one arrives wearing a, like a gang jacket emblazoned with the on the back with arisa uotani for life as it said in the in the (laughs) translation in the subtitle stop caring so much about how you look arisa's arisa and we're us the girl says and then the girl in jacket puts her hand on the other's forehead soft music plays in the background she says if you just want to show off there are lots of ways to do it stop acting out like this while you can before anything serious happens the girl's eyes shine with admiration as the one other girl in the jacket continues if you just want someone to scold you i'll do it anytime shut up the girl says suddenly kicking her don't steal uh, uotani-san's lines the third girl arrives running over in a full Arisa Otani cosplay, giggling like a Seko as her wig slowly shifts and then falls off. <laughs> That's the end of this episode. <laughs> On a slightly disturbing note. It was like funny and then disturbing. I think, doesn't it go black There's and white too? It's like, yeah. Or these episodes like came
1: in slightly under
0: time or something? I guess. <laughs> Both of them? Well, this, three we, yeah. we talked about how it's like, each one is like one and a half chapters instead of two. Mm-hmm. So I guess it could theoretically be coming in at a time but i don't know instead
1: of like patting it out they're like let's just do some stupid jokes after that." Uh,
0: yeah i don't know or maybe like this is too sad we're gonna have to make this better yeah. i don't know <laughs> it is interesting though both of them were sort of weird and funny yeah i don't know anyway <laughs> pharma scene <laughs> that's the end of this episode after that woo. <laughs> There wasn't anything special in the credits. Well,
1: there's always something special in the credits because it's got the (laughs) fatsy (laughs) horse.
0: Oh, you're right. I forgot (laughs) how adorable it is. I really like that song by Intersection. (laughs) I keep listening to it. Okay. All right. Do you want to talk about the food? (laughs) Well, (laughs) so here's the thing Check uh, off Check out food. Here's (laughs) the situation, which is. (laughs) A lot of the things that we talked about this time, like a lot of, I feel like the themes that we talked about this time are basically the same as the first, not even just the episode we just talked about of the manga, but also the first anime break that we did. Because it's all still kind of about the same topic. Like, it's all still one story. It's all mm-hmm. about figuring out where you fit in and like, you know, this contrast that's set up between what, like our a kind of a homey family life and the gang family life, right? Like, it's all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So. I want to just touch on those things and then talk about stuff that's different or maybe like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, other stuff. So one of the things that's different is the, this meal, this little piece of, of, um, this whatever, a prop, (laughs) one might say (laughs) that's in both episodes. So you were right. Last time we talked, we speculated about the food. There's like that really conspicuously wrapped plate of food that looks like fried noodles or something. Um, (laughs) in the first episode and we were like is that food that uo made for her dad or food that her dad made for her like what's the deal what's the deal with this food Mm -hmm. and it was here in this episode as well i think you were right that it was implied that it was um it was made by her dad and there's that like hypothetical Mm -hmm. kind of scene of her being like well even if he made food i would just like i would just say that it was gross or i wouldn't come home or whatever Mm -hmm. and there's like this imagined scene of her breaking the plate yeah And like i kind of mentioned earlier it's actually it is i guess it's over the two episodes it's a three beat because you have the like setup and then i guess the it's set up in the first one you see it there covered then she knocks it down and breaks it and then in the last she actually cooks the same dish at the end right Mm -hmm. for her dad so there's your subversion (laughs) it was kind of nice that it has like this running theme through this one little running piece throughout that ties that all of that idea kind of together
1: yep i think and it uh Helps build onto your whole food and meals theories. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. Essays are due next week on food, me- eating meals, and Faruba. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't specifically want to talk about it again because we talked about it before, mm-hmm. specifically with this content before. Yeah, but that was an that was an it's addition. Just nice of the anime to add another. Uh, yeah.
1: Evidence for your. Yeah. Theme.
0: Thanks for building <laughs> on my theory, <laughs> anime mm-hmm. showrunners. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, like, great. Now I can add more words to my essay. And <laughs> meet the minimum count.
0: Here's my quote about dropping the food or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting. She even cooks like exactly the same meal too, so it's set mm-hmm. up well. Yeah,
1: and they had that like a version of that scene with her dad in the earlier episode too that mm-hmm. I I mentioned was from this part of the manga. <laughs> in I think it was yes. the New Year's episode when it had like Oo yeah. calling Toru.
0: Yes, Uo calls Toru and in the background. She's like, hey, old man, stop drinking so much, or whatever. I can't remember exactly what she yeah. says, but yes. Yeah, it's, like, slightly
1: different, but obviously from a take on the same yeah, scene. Yeah, it's
0: related to... It's, like, we speculated at the time that it was, like, that... This specific scene that was kind of, like, mm-hmm. altered and put into that part of the show. Yeah. To establish a relationship with her family earlier. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that I noticed that I feel like is a stronger contrast between the... Uh, kind of like Uo's gang life and this sort of like this normalcy kind of situation that she wants. One reason for that is because like in the I think we talked about this in the manga episode that we discussed or maybe it was in the first it's hard because they're all running together. The first time we (laughs) talked about this the like episode 16 of the anime um, it one thing that i feel like we talked about was there's a lot more imagery because you can have like dialogue narration that's overlaid over imagery whereas in like the manga you have to have room for the text so yeah a lot of the there's a lot of added just like imagery that's setting up these and i, I feel like the th- one thing that i noticed was this really strong contrast between like the house like toru's apartment and all these scenes where you have like the the um like all these really soft sounds like her cutting the Cutting the food with a knife and the, like the weather report in the background and the kids outside, and the wind kind of rustling and blowing. And then you have this like really strong contrast with her house where she goes home and it's like dark. Everything's completely black, except for the TV, which is just like blaring. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so loud that they actually had that altered sound effect in that one the, at the very end of episode 16. So I thought it was just I don't have a like a big thesis around that, but it's interesting how Mm -hmm. how they set up the contrast with the use of imagery in these two episodes or in this episode specifically. Yeah, Yeah, I think they
1: made good use of their, you know, ability to have audio in the anime for Yes. (laughs) Establish the contrast in those scenes.
0: The other I guess the other thing that I wanna touch on from it's also what we talked about last time, but I still wanna call it out again in case people aren't listening to the other ones or whatever which is uh we talked about when we talked about the manga we talked about a bunch of symbolism of change that was kind of present in these so even around all of the text in the manga there are some kind of like there are still some pieces of imagery and symbolism that are shown so one for example mm-hmm. that carries through it was in both the manga and this episode of the anime was like the moon like kyoko walking her home at night Afterward, and of course, like you see the sun coming up, or whatever, there's a lot of like the day changing to night and night changing to day symbolism, right? Mm -hmm. And then also, we talked about the which I didn't realize until the last time we talked about this, but like the butterfly itself is, of course, a symbol of change. And so, Kyoko's um, like her gang name, the red butterfly, of course, can also be interpreted as another symbol of change. There are some things that Mm -hmm. were shown, I think, in the manga that weren't shown here, so yeah, there was I just wanted to point that out as well. We've got you know, UO saying that she wants to change and then all of these, this imagery that's supporting all of the message of these two episodes. Yeah, That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, sh, sh. Okay, Forrest. <laughs> that's my reference
1: for you. Yeah. <laughs> they made the gang bigger. I was like, that's a lot of girls. Oh, yeah. And they were getting
0: ready to beat up Uo. <laughs> that's true. There was only like a handful <laughs> of them, but maybe it's also just <clears> a, <throat> you know, drawing a lot of, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good question. There's still not a lot yeah. of the, maybe there was more room for them in the wide, the, the landscape layout of the yeah. <laughs> the shot or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think it means anything. It's just something I noticed. I was like, whoa. No, it did seem like the gang was bigger though. I wonder if they just kind of made it bigger because they could, but.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the anime did seem to have more like gang life scenes. so mm-hmm. I think it is. Could, yeah. yeah. There's. to part of them kind of building up the role of the gang and
0: uo's stuff yeah. <laughs> and the way in both the manga and the anime that like that scene of them deciding that they're gonna like teach her a lesson that's like deliberately inserted in between her being at school and then of uh, like mm-hmm. one scene at school and another scene at school is really interesting too and like really yeah. um jarring because it's like in the middle this like everything's going great for uo but it's like no you still have this gang hanging over you yeah <laughs> i appreciate yuki's um Continued interest in the gang scene. <laughs> what do you think a dilapidated army is? <laughs>
1: yeah. He sounded like genuinely curious. Yeah, he did. <laughs> He's like secretly big into gang movies <laughs> and stuff.
0: <laughs> That's how he knows all the gang trivia for trivia night. Yeah. Um. So this. Okay. So we talked. We briefly talked about some of these things that we already talked about before because I feel like the symbolism is kind of the same. So we'll have a question for you, which is, so since since it's all kind of the same is there something that the anime has done we've seen now the whole arc of this story of these three chapters from the manga is there something that the anime has done to kind of like expand this part of the story or kind of like improve on it with the anime time like is there can we kind of like compare and contrast them a little mm-hmm. bit in any other ways
1: mm-hmm. um i really do feel like just putting more like Gang life scenes did kind of help it, mm-hmm. like just like you got more of like uo's life with the gang, and how not fun it mm-hmm. was, <laughs> and how like deep into it she was. Mm-hmm.
0: I think they did a good job of representing her in the gang being kind of like, uh, after she, I think it was more in the last episode. Yeah, I think it was more in the last episode. After she kind of like meets Kyoko, and then she's super. um mm-hmm. What's the word that I looking for?
1: Her, like, going through the motions phase of being in the game. I feel like that comes through a lot Yeah, we got, I feel like that's when they added the more, added more of the thing, because they have her, like, like, on the motorcycle, on the back of the motorcycle, and those other scenes, are all around the same time. Yeah, we talked about that. Like, right after her first, uh, visit to the
0: Honda household. Mm -hmm. The scene of her being on the motorcycle is, is jarring. We talked about it before. Yeah. And, um... I think in the manga, it shows her getting beaten up. You see, like, the motorcycles there, but I feel like we didn't really see that before in the manga, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of, it's nice that they established earlier on, I think that there's, there's motorcycles involved in Uo's gang, too.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it helps to show just, like, like, how young she Mm -hmm. is and how not kid-friendly this life is, like...
0: I struggled when I was writing the notes for, or, like, the summary of when the girls were beating her up. I was like, are they still girls or are they women at this point? I don't know. Like, they're kind of, they look a lot older than her, but they're probably not that old. Kyoko calls them kids, so I'll stick with Kyoko. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think she's supposed to be noticeably younger than most of them, but I think they're meant to be, like, at least older high school. Yeah, probably.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But they are still talking about, like, their parents and stuff in that one scene. That's true. Yeah,
0: you're right. I liked all the scenes that they added where she's like, I, I started visiting Kyoko more and she comes and knocks mm-hmm. on the door. Yeah, I liked that bit. Mm-hmm. I thought it would like also, uh, I think we kind of talked about it when we talked about episode 16, but it felt like it felt like in the manga, she's like, oh, I went over and like I saw Kyoko and then we came from Satoru. But really it seems it was, I think the point was clear in the anime that she got to know Kyoko first. Like she went there to talk to Kyoko. Before mm-hmm. kind of becoming friends with Toru, I felt like that point comes across a little bit stronger. Their relationship seems a little bit stronger in the anime. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think it really shows so much of like a, a positive influence and like I'm trying to think of the right <laughs> word, like a person to look a up to, model? like Kyoko was. Yeah, yeah, like a role model, like because like Toru an equal and a friend, mm-hmm. which is important for her to have. But it was also really important for her to have Kyoko as kind of a role model to look up to and. Mm-hmm. You know, see, there was something better that she could strive to, even after having all this. Stuff. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. But she talks about how both of them were I, important to her.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were definitely like she needed both of them, and for different, you know, things. Yes.
0: There's a lot of scenes where it's just her and Kyoko, like Toru's not there. Mm-hmm. There's separate ones with her and Toru, but I love the scene yeah. where they're studying. <laughs> it's really cute. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> There's a little scene in the, uh, in the just in the manga, wasn't in this, where she's like, they're singing. They have like little, mm-hmm. yeah, like they're, Toru's singing or something. It's really cute. Yeah. I thought it was great how the, the teacher comes over and is like, are you okay? And Toru's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's like, so nice. Like, she has
1: like no idea what to...
0: <laughs> Yeah. She has no idea how other people perceive the their friendship be, yeah. or their relationship at all. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is very sweet. Yeah, you suggested that I make this shorter, this specific one shorter, by summarizing it more, and I was like, but I gotta keep in all my favorite lines, like when Tori freaks out when she's like, maybe I'm the only one who thinks that, or whatever. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> so wonderful. Yeah, it's cute. It's so adorable. Yeah,
1: it's also really cute that she's so like, so like honored by the like even yes. the idea of being best friends with UO when everyone else is like, how are they friends?
0: Yeah, it's so great. Have you mm-hmm. ever had a friend that you like wanted to be friends with like that? Or, like, someone that you knew that you wanted to be, like, a better friend for? <laughs> I
1: don't know. We're getting, <laughs> getting deep and personal now.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about it. I have. I, I don't know. I relate. <laughs> I was just fishing for compliments, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, you, of course. <laughs> Duh. I was thinking when we were reading okay. this that um we've been friends since middle school. So it's, like, mm-hmm. a, such an interesting, I don't know, like... It's just cute. There, I feel like there's a lot of people. I saw a lot of comments on like, uh, on the Tumblr about people who are like the girls, the girls in this episode, and it's like, yeah, totally. Like, it's cool. Everybody, mm-hmm. I get it. I have, I relate on many levels with this story, mm-hmm. not the gang life particularly, but yeah. <laughs> the, the way that they're friends and the kind of relationships that they have, and it's like it's interesting how, um, like. Kyoko is the one. It's just Kyoko and Toru, and Kyoko is the one who saves Uo and helps her out of the gang and stuff. Like they're all. It's a bunch of of women who are helping each other be stronger and better together. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's a good message yeah. at this time. So, mm-hmm. I relate.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I I value my friendships and relationships with other women mm-hmm. a lot. So it's <laughs> me too. Always good to see them in media. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it does get undervalued a lot of times. I think so. You get a lot of the like, you know girls are catty and kind of stuff
0: we have other relationships we have other examples of that i think in this because there's like the girls that um are really catty about toru and uo um the ones Mm -hmm. who are in the pool they were all sassy about uo being a like why is this delinquent in the pool or whatever like they're super sassy about her being at Mm -hmm. school they were also really sassy about toru talking to uo i mean talking to yuki at the endurance run remember and Mm -hmm. hana zapped them (laughs) um yeah. Like, there are there are characters like that that kind of, like, show that negative yeah. side, too. Yeah. And I think it's fine to, like, have those, but, like, you know, while
1: also acknowledging the, yes. <laughs> the like, strong friendships and stuff. For sure. Because it's like that, you know, those relationships exist, Good same thing. as there's, you know. It's like, I know people yeah. like
0: that, too. So, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah,
1: there's lots of, like, all these things exist. It's just when it, like, gets portrayed as, like, like the natural order of mm-hmm. <laughs> girl relationships and stuff. Yeah, and it's definitely not like that.
0: Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was nice. I don't know, it was a nice portrayal, and I mm-hmm. enjoyed it once again, for the third time yeah. this week or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the timing shook out pretty funny. It, it did. <laughs> it was a little unexpected, but mm-hmm. we got it. it. Was backstory. So, yep. All right, sweet. <laughs> and it was. And good. it was good. Mm-hmm. And Kyoko's a badass. I think I said this a couple of mm-hmm. times already as well, but Kyoko's really great. And I think she shows, like, an- another kind of portrayal of women. She's not, like, just, uh, she's not just, like, going and beating up kids. Like, Uo says that she, you know, she was, like, a gang leader. and she's super impressed with her. But then she has, we talked about how, or Uo talks about how she earns respect for her in a whole, or kind of developed this respect for her in a whole other way. Like, we get to see another side of, like, you don't have to be, like, tough. You don't have to be, like, a certain way. Um, mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's a mother and she fights. She saved Uo, yeah. too, and it's stuff like that. It, it's interesting to see that perspective, too, that's represented in this mm-hmm. uh, this episode, these two episodes. Yeah. You don't have to be just one way. Yeah. Just, like, just a doting mom. Contain multitudes. Yes. <laughs> She's not just a doting mom. Toru's not just kind of a... Both of them, right? Like, Toru's not just, like, kind of a dizzy girl. Like, she grabs Uo's arm oh, and yeah. runs off. Yeah. is not just kind of, like, a doting mom or, you know, like, not, like, a former like, hardcore gang member, she's, like, she is that, and she's a mother, and also she's still able to, you know, kick some ass and, and help this other mm-hmm. girl, so. Yeah. It's good stuff. There's
1: there's a lot of good uh, female characters and relationships between female characters and Furby. There definitely are. We haven't seen all of them we yet. We definitely <laughs> haven't.
0: Mm-hmm. There's good ones, there's bad ones, there's, like, and by bad I mean, yeah. like. By good, I'm,
1: yeah. I say, by good, I mean strongly written <laughs> yeah realistic <laughs> <Not> to... <laughs> I guess maybe yeah <laughs>
0: yes there's good ones and there's yes sorry you're right they're well-written <laughs> relationships and between girls between women in Fruits Basket right um, mm-hmm. a variety of different types of relationships good and bad positive and negative yeah so yeah we will get to see seriously so like, yeah because there's like a whole thing where people talk about how like
1: you get a lot of shows and stuff where there's like one female character mm-hmm. and there's like pressure for them to be like perfect and everything Everybody's because friend. they're the only female character. Mm-hmm. The solution to that is to add more female yes. characters because then you can <laughs> have, you can have evil ones and good ones and, you know, sarcastic ones and shy ones and smart ones. It's like,
0: yeah.
1: don't make one character everything. have to be, be all and end all. That goes for any kind of minority representation. Yeah, that's true. Add more.
0: <laughs> right. I can't make any arguments with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely right. I think that's a good note to end on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next, so we're going to talk about spoilers after the music. Next time, we're going to talk about uh, the episode that is called What's Important Is. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, I see.
1: The revelatory
0: quote. <laughs> I see what you're doing, anime. <laughs> I, like, oh, you want to you wanna go? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> thank you all for listening spoilers you can find us at staytogetherpodcast.com Is that yep a spoiler? that's a spoiler <laughs> you can find us on stitcher no no longer a spoiler um so you can find us at staytogetherpodcast.com staytogetherpodcast on tumblr staytogetherpod on twitter you can email us at staytogetherpodcast at gmail.com um if you're enjoying this podcast you can leave a review or rating in the podcast app of your choice including stitcher now <laughs> uh, and or tell your friends we haven't made any jokes about telling your Girl Scout Troop in a while or whatever, so. Yeah. <laughs> tell your, uh... Tell your friends. Tell your dog sitter. Yeah. Tell your favorite Starbucks barista. <laughs> it's like, no, they just, they don't, they just want to make your coffee. They don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Now we're really going to talk about spoilers, not just Stitcher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stitcher spoilers.
0: I somehow does feel really weirdly legitimate that we have our own Stitcher now, even though it wasn't complicated at all. (laughs) There's something intimidating about it. But really, it's nothing. I don't know. (laughs) It's
1: like, spoiler alert, alert. we're weirdly intimidated by normal things.
0: (laughs) Spoiler alert, I'm weirdly intimidated by a faceless... Uh, a thing that I'm creating content and distributing on. <laughs> I feel like uh, the the whole like situation with having a creative endeavor is like you have to be like kind of weirdly worried about the quality or worried about have kind of weird like concerns about what you're doing constantly, but also ride that wave so that you're producing something good and you're always getting better. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how I've made it my whole career. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you just keep so like doing weird, what you're doing, constantly line. screaming, ah.
0: constantly being like, I don't know what I'm doing, but then like kind of figuring out and and being like, I don't know if this is good enough, but I'm gonna try this thing to make it better, and then just and constantly, if you just ride that wave long enough of, of like of um like confidence and anxiety, then you'll get there someday. Yes, <laughs> that's my advice to all you creative types out there. <laughs> 'Cause you have to be, I feel like to be good to get better you have to be self critical. So you always have to be a little bit I feel like it's just a natural state of being like like for example, mm-hmm. someone um the whatever, on Fire Geek was like, Kayla, your sound sounds so good now. Kayla, your sound is <laughs> A plus now. <laughs> because we because I was like, This isn't good enough, so we like found another solution for it, right? Anyway. Mm, glad to you know it wasn't my microphone. No, it turns out your microphone was, was amazing all this time and it was just Skype that was great, which is <laughs> being held back yeah <laughs> <laughs> poor microphone oh i just pat my microphone good i didn't hear it <laughs> yes you pat it harder
1: i stroked it gently on the on the neck part okay good so it wouldn't disturb it i can do that if you
0: want <laughs> <laughs> i said in my tumblr post of, or like i replied to that ask and i was like kayla's getting the volume she deserves but maybe it was your microphone that needs to get the credit <laughs> yeah it's like i've been trying so hard all your this microphone. time <laughs> <laughs> oh it's okay microphone <laughs> you're, you're beautiful just the way you are <laughs> but yeah I don't know yeah not a I don't know I also added we're using a thing called Squadcast. if you have some kind of recording situation yourself and you need to record remotely it's pretty good it's turned out good not hashtag <laughs> not sponsored just saying uh it's it's been useful for us so it's better than what we were using before
1: yeah and it makes laser sounds it when does. you it does
0: it does do that <laughs> and you sign and it goes pew, and it makes me chuckle every time <laughs> Maybe it's just, like, a weird icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. It's just...
1: So everyone goes, haha, how about those lasers? So what sounds? up with that?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's all. We're rocking and rolling. We got 250 followers on Tumblr, we got, like, a questionable amount of listeners on, <laughs> and uh, we got a new recording, uh, we got a new sound thing, so we're good. Everything's coming up, stay together podcast. Yeah, so it is. <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk about spoilers. Can we talk about the the? it's Kisa's coming next time. That that yes. uh, that quote is from that scene where they read the letter from her teacher, right? Yeah, yeah, Yuki says that. I think also good that we just read this recently because I definitely wouldn't have. I think wait, oh, was it Yuki? Maybe it had Haru in the in the card, but I can't remember if it was him or Haru that said it. Yeah,
1: I I can't remember if it's like from the the letter or from Yuki's advice slash commiseration to her so.
0: <laughs> I think it's from the letter and then Yuki quotes it when he's giving her advice because the teacher Maybe. is like the most important thing is to be is to like yourself and Yuki's like how, how the how fuck are you supposed to like yourself <laughs> like when you don't yeah. like yourself how are you supposed to convince other people to like you or whatever something like that so yeah well we'll see you next time won't we we'll find out yes yes I'm excited I'm like Kisa also I saw this the, the yeah. whatever some of the spoiler images or whatever they call it mm-hmm the early release screenshots from it. I'm excited to see baby tigers. <laughs> oh, baby t- I'm excited for Toru to call her a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love like, Yuki's a like, she would say that. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I love Yuki's like, he's like betting that Toru falls in the lake or whatever. Like, he's so sassy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Kisa's fun, it's also a good Yuki episode. I feel like the first anime downplayed Yuki's part of this, but I can't remember exactly.
0: I think that you are right, I don't really remember him- I don't really remember that part. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember- I don't remember if they got a letter, like I don't really remember what happened after that.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if it had that much of it. I remember Kisa was in it, but-
0: My recollection is not very clear, but I I don't think that it was as- it certainly wasn't as played up as it was before. But, I mean, I remember Haru and Kiso hugging So maybe they did have the same scene But there's definitely, I think, like, the part After Some of the things after that happened to Yuki Or that was, like, scenes with Yuki Like, the one that I was thinking of after the After the True Form stuff He's like Mm -hmm. Uh, I can tie my tie better and stuff Like, some of the things that kind of, like, are launched off of that part Don't really come up again So maybe it just feels like it's not as, uh, strongly developed I don't know Uh, yeah. Some spoilers from last time, of course, are, again, like, the way Toru's talks is alluded to here, and mm-hmm. then Toru's mom's gang days again. One thing I wanted yeah. to say before is, like, so, when you're we talking about the way that women are represented in this episode is that with Uo, Kyoko is the one who comes and rescues her, but I think, like, in mm-hmm. Kyoko's case, like, the person who's playing a strong role in her life is Katsuya, so it's a little bit mm-hmm. different, right? Yeah. Well, that whole story will be contentious when we get to it, anyway. But for uh, for so many reasons. But.
1: Mm -hmm. And I was like flipping through the manga. I forgot it takes up like almost a whole volume.
0: Her backstory with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's like four or five chapters.
1: Yeah, 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 Katsuya, the Kyokun, it goes also beyond Katsuya's death, but the whole oh uh, yeah 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 that whole
0: backstory is
1: uh, is like a whole volume to itself.
0: think of the shawarma scenes we're gonna get for those episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like oh you think it's sad now <laughs> you mm-hmm. don't even know yeah wonder
1: how they're gonna break that up i don't know but yeah a lot of this stuff is uh it's spoilery because it's exciting knowing we're actually gonna get the yes. payoff of these things now this yes. time
0: so I guess, so wait, so next episode, I guess they won't have this one. So the, the chapters that came after this it, that we were just reading are the school mm-hmm. ones and then re- like the Machi and Kakeru are teased at that one chapter. Yeah. So I guess they won't, probably won't have that. It won't be this episode for sure, but it probably won't even be in this kind of like set of episodes. Yeah, probably not. I would guess. They'll probably have not. Kisa and Hiro and Ritsu or something. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if they tease them and then, like, the show got canceled they and they... They never talk about them yeah. again. <laughs> You're
1: yeah. like, shit. I guess they might if they do, like, if they do, like, the Trueform arc and then have, like, an episode of, like, Aftermath or something and it has them, like, at school or something. It's
0: possible. That might be interesting. Yeah. Bring them in right at the end. Be like, dun-dun-dun. mm mm-hmm. Because the Form yeah. arc, it does set up, it sets up a lot of things, but it kind of, like, is all wrapped up. So, like, if you wanted to have kind of a cliffhanger in between, you'd probably have to add something. I yeah. I suppose. Mm-hmm. But will will there be more damage to Shigurei's house? We'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> mm, are there any other spoilers? I don't know.
1: Not really. I mean, this is the end of an arc. That so. is true.
0: And it's just like we already rehashed it. It's already, already been talked about so many times, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Like four times <laughs> in the last like, two weeks. <laughs> I mean, I love Uo. But <laughs> yeah. And Kyoko. They're all they're all fantastic. But yeah. It's the yeah. this is the last Timing time. Just wound up interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last time that we're gonna talk about these as spoilers, I guess, because all this stuff will come up in the in the actual episode proper. So Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Well, we can just leave it at that.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's kinda of funny that like they just pulled these episodes forward. It's a good choice. Then think, they go... But yes. Yeah. I mean it works, but it's kind of interesting Because the next episode are right back where we would have been Because Kisa is the next thing in line From the previous episodes
0: Yeah I wonder why <laughs> Well this is from After the True Form So I guess they were just like Well if we plan these things out then a True Form is like How many
1: Yeah I assume they're just trying to make I the know. Like moving stuff to make the Like True Form stuff The climax of the season I would so. assume
0: I feel like everybody's under that assumption
1: <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, I know I know there was a preview that had some like true form arc mm-hmm. stuff in
0: like the trailer or whatever, so. Uh, no, well it's because, okay, so if the lake house, we just, I'm just looking back at our list of chapters, right? From our yeah. episode breakdown. So there's the, it was Kisa and then the Prince Yuki fan club and then Toru fails an exam and catches a cold and then his true mm-hmm. form. And then there's like some stuff with Yuki and they go to Oyame's shop, which I think was in, that was in the original anime. Yeah. So part of that content was brought in and then it goes into Uo's backstory right away. So they only, Mm -hmm. so they're probably going to have to pull something else in from later too, which I guess would be Ritsu. And then who knows? I don't know. That's still.
1: I was wondering if they might bring in Hana's backstory, but.
0: I would think that that would be a good choice too. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I guess there, there's possibly something mm-hmm. that... It's in Volume 9. So, and we're... Yeah. We're reading Volume 8 now. We just got into yeah. 8. Yeah. So it's like...
1: So his backstory was in Volume 7. Correct. So it's not that that far but ahead. But in Volume 8. Compared to... So
0: it's like... Yeah. If you break that down to episodes, it's not that far ahead. And plus the stuff in between mm-hmm. there is like... Rin shows up. They go to the haunted house. It's like a... Kind of a, like a... Some... Not like filler. Like, there's always stuff that happens, but there's... Mm-hmm. Not major stuff, so. Alrighty. Seems like we have run out of things to talk about about Uo, so I guess we can uh, can stop for now. But then soon we'll be able to talk about Kisa, (laughs) which will be great. Yay. I'm excited. Kisa is adorable. She is. As a person and as a tiger. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Especially as a tiger. (laughs) She's biting people. (laughs) Especially Toru. I hope they keep in that little joke where uh, Kisa runs off and then she had bitten Haru and Doru was like, I have to get Kisa to stop the bleeding or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good times. Anyway, okay, cool. Thank you all for listening. Um, Yeah, you can find us all the places. I don't know. I said it before. If you enjoy this (laughs) podcast, share it around. Um, Hope you're all enjoying the fresh sounds of Kayla's actual microphone sounding good. (laughs) And we will see you next time. Probably no. <laughs> Definitely didn't sound confident. Yes. We'll see you next time. <laughs> it's like barring accidents. <laughs> so we will see you next time. <laughs> well, as long as I can edit it, there's a there's an episode in the can. So <laughs> Yeah, I was
1: gonna say it was like technically we've already got, got we're one ready, ready. We're so. one
0: ahead. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is because we're because i was sick that time and couldn't talk for so long and after that i was like we have to be ready ready for things and it's helped out a couple of times so like for this episode how i didn't have notes that just weren't weren't working so (laughs) it's good times (laughs) all right well okay see you next time (laughs) bye-bye bye
1: podcast is fine and the hosts are
0: fine uh even more <laughs> fine <laughs> i appreciate your bad <laughs> what i live for thing it's not a pun just a bad joke there's a specific word i was trying to remember the like literature term for that <laughs> type of comparison but I oh yeah
1: there it. is a word for that it's
0: not a chiasmus, <laughs> is it i'm gonna google it <laughs> <laughs> like obscure
1: literary literary words i was th- the example i always think of is in the lion king this is my teeth and ambitions are bared
0: oh yeah it's, it's that's like two- the same thing. yeah yeah the host so and the podcast are fine it.
1: yeah it's zwegma or Zygma. i don't know how to pronounce it but z-e-u-g-m-a i found it just by googling my teeth and ambitions are bared okay yeah. That is
0: not the term that I learned for it, that I could think of off the top of my head, but yes, <laughs> that's what it is.
1: Another example it has listed is, get out of my dreams and into my
0: car. <laughs> 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 or like the Alana Slotet like song, um, yeah. I held... It's like a, a literal you know, thing and a breath- metaphorical. Thing. And the door for my, me.
1: Yeah. I is like it? how if you, at least I don't know if this is just oh. my custom Google reser- results because mm-hmm. I'm a nerd, but if you Google my teeth and ambitions are bared, the first result is the video for the song "Be Prepared." The second result is Sigma definitions and example. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it knows what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I typed in my teeth and, <laughs> it said it autofilled my teeth and gums hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, the, I'm getting results for Sigma too. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's the word, the phrase that I learned was selepsis. A figure by which a word or a particular oh, yeah. form is of a inflection yeah. of a word is used the the same blah blah blah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It says it under this definition oh, that yeah. I clicked on. It says is occasionally called selepsis. Yeah. There's some debate over whether these two terms really mean the same thing.
0: Da, da, yeah. Da. There's a Drama English literary community. <laughs> yeah, English stack exchange uh, discussion of what's the difference between Zygma and Selepsis. But I'll save that. Oh, here for we go. How to again. pronounce
1: it. Zygma. What? That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Zygma. Zygma.
0: What is the Origin of that word
1: i have no idea (laughs) let
0: me wait i have the power of the internet we don't have to. gonna guess greek okay that's what i would guess but i don't like what is i don't know seems like greek sounds to me yeah etymology (laughs) it is greek you're right yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh there's a wikipedia article zegma and selepsis zeugma and selepsis uh, (laughs) zeugma
1: yeah, this part of the article about like the the two words. This is like according to Team Zugma is not selepsis.
0: According to teens.
1: <laughs> according to Team Zugma is not selepsis, Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, what do teens have to say about this debate? <laughs> there are other types of Zugmas. There's a dia a hypo Zugma, pro Zugma. <laughs> Meso-Zugma. I don't I didn't read any of what that means I'm just like you know, I'm I don't know but I
1: now want a business card that says pro Prozugma pro <laughs> I'm a professional like, Zugma. why
0: don't you just change your tumblr handle to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> well my, my Tumblr that would handle, be a good username actually it would be great no one would have taken it that's why mine's <laughs> diacritical because nobody's taken that although only, I think a couple people have <laughs> which is another nerdy like linguistic mm-hmm. fun.
1: <laughs> like Zygma can do more than simply drive home a point in a memorable way. They're so pithy that they make the speaker come off as sharp and spontaneous, especially when spoken aloud. In Whoa. other words, Zygma make great zingers and are perfect for the big
0: screen, just like what <laughs> you just did. <laughs> yes, I'm sharp and fine. spontaneous. <laughs> um. You deserve each other. This guy <laughs> and you—you're both so <laughs> smart. That's also probably a zukma. <laughs> now mm-hmm. that I think about it, <laughs> it's got an
1: example from Taylor Swift. What is it? He's got a one hand feel on the steering wheel, the other on my heart.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> probably from uh, that new song. <laughs>
1: it's called "Our Song."
0: I don't okay, know a lot nope. of Taylor Swift. I don't know
1: a lot of T Swift. <laughs>
0: apparently Taylor Swift. was according to like you can do like a analysis of your Spotify data and Taylor Swift was my most listened to artist last year. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Hey, T. Swift is good in my book. I like I have, T. Swift. I don't have negative opinions of D.T. Swift.
0: I don't love yeah. all of her songs, but she's yes. doing her thing and I, I respect her. <laughs> Such is our song. Not a big fan, I don't think. Because <laughs> whatever one yeah. you just said, I didn't like, recognize uh, it.
1: What's that one? I just heard it on the radio the other day.
0: <laughs> is it a newer song or an older song? It's an older one. I'm enjoying being able to guess.
1: <laughs> it's from like the last big round of her songs that came out.
0: Wait, so that makes it old? You mean like uh,
1: like not you mean the like current? Before... I like mean, yeah, not the current. Or something recently, like that? it was in the Shake It Off era, but it was <laughs> the other one because I like Shake It Off, okay, it but I, I liked like the, the other one
0: better. Bad Blood. No, that one's oh, okay too. What blank is Blank space. Yeah, blank
1: space. That one's my favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah. Got along, got along, got along, wait. Got along, wait Starbucks, Starbucks lovers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to make the reference to. <laughs> Clearly, we love T Swift. It <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't be hidden from Spotify or from me and you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is why your recordings go so long. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> it's like 20 minutes and a lesson on Zygma later. <laughs>